Hello, my name is Peter Barron, and on behalf of Sars Radio and freakytrigger.co.uk, I'd like to welcome you to the Lost Property Office, the podcast that discusses the lost and the found and the not very profound. We all lose stuff. MP3s lose all sorts of information, but are we ever really going to commit to a lossless music format? Perhaps half the fun is in the losing, but the other half will be in the finding. And finding is what's been done today, because it's not just a fake, prop, fake podcast, Lost Property Office. This is a real Lost Property Office, a university lost and found. I've invited my guests to have a rummage to see what they can find. So welcome to this week's intrepid Lost Properteer, writer, social media guru, and father of Freaky Trigger, Tom Ewing. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, so you've been downstairs. I have. Um, I've had a rummage. It's, it's very clothing-heavy at the moment, I think. It is, yes. Um, Lots of shawls. Yeah, it's that time of year. Um, and we have to explain to people that um, the hum in the background is a fan because it yes. is absolutely roasting in the studio and it's the only way we would survive is um, by having a fan on. Though I have noticed that the fan, fan is merely pointed at you and not actually coming over to me. So, um, oh, sorry. I'll have to live with that. That's, that's OK. I'm, I'm the pro here. You're the guest. It's, it's only fair. I am mine host and so on. So, um, anyway, you've, you've heard this before. You know what we're going to be doing, more or less. Yeah. Good. And you've kind of answered some of these questions before as well. Um, we did do a lost property thing on the Lollards of Pop way back when, which a I long think time ago. you were involved in. But ho- between now and then, I'm sure you've lost some things. Uh, yes, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, the first question is, um, what have you lost? Um, what item of personal monetary value of the greatest amount have you lost? Um, that you're willing to admit to, obviously. The, well, I've, I've, um, I've never lost anything really valuable. But in terms of, shamefully, the amount of, uh, of time put into something I've lost, uh, my copy of Pokemon Black ah. uh, that my son and I uh, put many hours into is currently mislaid. I, I don't think it can have left the house unless it left in a bin. Um, which can happen, yeah. I, it's somewhere in the spare room, which now has so many things in that we cannot open the door. Right. Oh, that is, so it's not really a spare room, it's sort of a oversized cupboard. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> very oversized and overstuffed. I know this happens to uh, rooms and houses. This is why you should only buy, when you, when you get a house, only get the number of rooms you need. Because the minute you have a spare room, it becomes... Uh, well, it becomes taxable. Yeah. Well, um, but, uh, <laughs> well, yes, yeah. these days, yes. Well, it is, it is a good income stream as well, I've discovered in my spare rooms, but... Um, yes. Hopefully, my should, my should the lost property ever run out, then my spare room would would keep a podcast going for yes. like thirty years. So but yes, so this this edition of Pokemon Black now, with, with, to, for those people who aren't aware of how Pokemon works, how far into the history of Pokemon are we now? Uh, I I had well, this is the fifth generation, fifth of, generation of Pokemon. Uh, the sixth is about to be released, uh, but the mantra of the game remains the same. Yeah, you've got uh, to catch, you've them got all. to catch them all. And I had caught them all on this game. It I, is the only game. Oh wow, on which. On which I had caught them all. And you're quite um, an aficionado, Pokemon, going back to at least Generation 2? Well, generation, generation 1. Really? I, wow. I, first, I first played the game. Uh, now I, 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 um, I've kind of fallen back into it because of uh, having kids who, yeah. who are into Pokemon. Of course, um, I mean, you would never play it just on your own. No, certainly not. Um, but uh, that was my kind of gateway back. But no, initially it was a, a way to uh, waste time on beach holidays. Yeah, um, and excellent way it is as well. So I would buy games and then play them on the holiday and then not really finish them. But yeah. they, they came out at kind of such a rate that, uh, that it was possible to do this pretty much kind of every year. And you wouldn't, um, and, you, and you'd get your enjoyment value out of it by, you know, the, the completing the game wasn't the be-all and end-all. And often yeah, it's yeah. sometimes but, a little but, bit um, of anticlimax, I find. But when, when, when Black and White, the fifth generation, came out, I uh, bought it and, um, and we did complete it. 
And not only that, I then went on to catch them all. Wow. But it's now got lost. The, the, the destiny has punished me for my uh, completism. So, so Pokemon Black, was it, I, they, they seem to come out in pairs, I vaguely remember. There was also so Pokemon White. I, I thought there might be. But the, the issues were far from Black and White. Oh, right, really? It, it, it went deep into the morality of a series based essentially on cockfighting. Yes, it's cockfighting um, and slavery, isn't it? They, really? they, they had a, a, a character... Mm-hmm. Um, who comes up and says, hold on, maybe we shouldn't be keeping these highly intelligent creatures um, in our in our, our Pokeballs. Uh, Pokeball uh, is... And, cause it's one thing I never understood, the, the uh, technology of the Pokeball, because it seems to be around about the size, it's smaller than a football. Uh, very small. But um, quite, quite small indeed, because you can keep a few in your pocket. More like, a, more like a tennis ball. But um, the um, creatures that are kept within um, are considerably larger than that. Well, they, the, the Pokemon world has clearly developed some kind of uh, sort of dimensional compression technology mm. because your bag, which is a kind of small rucksack um, or sports bag, much like the one I've, I've, I've brought in. Oh, yes, yeah, we'll see later, yeah. um, Your bag can fit a, a, a near infinity. Of, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad you've put near infinity there. I've, I've, tra- um, I've trained you well there. <laughs> in, um, it, it, you know, limit, limit, uh, nearly limitless uh, number of items. Um, so you can include sort of 999 uh, potions, right? Um, kind of several thousand Pokeballs, all in this small all rucksack. This small so, rucksack. So, so one can imagine that Pokemon, when they're in this kind of pocket dimension of the mm. Pokeball, probably have quite a comfortable existence. Quite large. It's not like being in a battery cage or something. <laughs> well, one would um, hope not. Yeah, but one wonders whether or not this um, this excellent te- this technology could be used in other more um, forward-thinking ways, rather than just as a way to push forward the cop-fighting agenda of uh, the island of where's it set. Uh, they, they're each, each of them is, uh, has, a, has a different region now, but, uh, the Unova region. Okay, Unova. But, I mean, because this sounds like an excellent way of maybe providing housing uh, for people um, on the cheap. Uh, you just have a little door and suddenly you've got this... Well, possibly, but the, the, the Pokemon world is, is quite underpopulated, human-wise. Right. Even its larger city uh, contains only around kind of 150 people. <laughs> that is, quite, that is <laughs> so, quite small, then. So there doesn't seem to be much of a need um, there's not, they're not in any sense having a housing crisis, right? Not like, not like we are, of course. It'll be a bit, bit political there. Yes. Um, the um, so this, this, this cartridge, when when Generation Six comes out, will you be down there and, and getting the next one and, and catching them uh, all we, again? We will, we will. Whether or not I will ever achieve um, the the heights of catching them all because uh, i can i can report that catching them all is sort of oddly unsatisfying yeah. when you've caught them all it's, yeah you know like there are there are no more worlds to conquer it's like being alexander the great yes. in the kind of pokemon sense <laughs> um and so i kind of i had all these pokemon and i have to say that they the m- many of them were quite underused right uh, so perhaps next time a, a more intimate playing style yes well that's you know it all, all sounds quite um sad that you've lost it but well, say, yes, and, and sad one might say that I, uh, I I caught them all in the first place. I think I think it may just be in some sort of, as you say, sort of bag of holding or a, a portal in your yes. house, which is that room. If it crops up, of course, they, by the by the time it, it, it appears, they'll have uh, put in loads more Pokemon, so I will no longer have caught them all. Ah, the um, yeah, the 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 next the next batch. All all is an ever expanding. Yes, no, I can imagine. Um, right, so uh, next question, um, since you have got all of those. Has there been a time when you've found stuff, not just Pokemon, obviously? Because that's part, part of the game, again, is 
You, you can only catch them once you've found them, right? Yes, yes. Uh, you, you, can, you can trade them as well. I get the sense that maybe I should be doing a Pokemon special here. And, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon. All, all the answers, all the answers, all the answers should be based on... That's where the audience is. So, uh, what, what, is, what, is, what is the item, uh, what is the Pokemon of greatest value you've ever found? <laughs> item, <laughs> or, or item in real life. But it can be a Pokemon if... if... No, we, 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 can, we can perhaps move on from the subject of Pokemon. No, I found... Um, Found out I used to work mm-hmm. in a second-hand bookshop. Right. Um, and the item of kind of greatest value and interest I found is Sinead O'Connor's horoscope. Well, Her actual, so she'd been to... She'd been to a, a horoscopist. Right. Um, an astrologer, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that the, is the term. The layman's term, yeah. term for, for, <laughs> for this. Um, and she'd, she'd been to one of those, and she'd got a, a hand-drawn, um, well, it was tight, horoscope right um and this was in a bag of books that she came in to sell okay to our bookshop a big box of books she she was moving out of the uk uh moving house and she had no more need for her books um and or or, or the particular book she was bringing in to sell she so she she'd been given uh, loads and loads of books um she'd been sent lo- lots and lots of feminist books um, most of which still had their kind of press release things folded in and right. bore no signs of being open. But I guess that she was just getting sent an yeah. awful lot anyway. Because and what year was this? This was ninety six, ninety seven. Right. Okay. She was she was a very prominent figure, of um, course, and kind of seen as a, 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 a kind of outspoken political mm. thing. So the kind of person you'd send your book to. But also, she'd had this horoscope done, and um, and there it was. A, what, a what, did, what did it say of her? Would well, you know when it was done? Was it done? Did it say like you will move and she must must, must move now then or? Uh... Uh, it didn't. Well, it was it was one of these it was one of these horoscopes that kind of in the modern horoscope, not 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 your mystic Meg sense. It doesn't right. do anything as kind of naff as predict the future. It, it it makes it's more like a kind of psychoanalysis of your of your character. And it was like most horoscopes. I mean, it I, it, it seemed you know because you knew who it was for. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you kind of looked at things and it would say sort of you know like fiery or something, and you think, gosh, yes, you know, the Connor seems pretty fiery, um, but also kind of tender yeah yeah probably you know she's got a tender side um it's like when you do that, the that when you do the, in the music personality test that the scientologist hair yeah that, that'll be in there yeah what sign is the hair, hair least hairy sign the lead well pisces i suppose it's a fish fish, yeah, fish, fish don't, have hair they don't have hair can they, can they, sorry sorry to cut, <laughs> no, no, cut it's, that it's strand of argument scorpions, scorpions don't have hair scorpions either, also but, don't have hair but well, they might have some of those little they, they might have yeah, some of those feelers those, those little hairs that such things have, yeah, you're right, and smell with them, something like that. Whereas fish, no, I think I'll have to go with you. As much as I want to argue with you, you're right about the fish. I think. So, um, uh, do you? Know, so, what star was she? I can't remember. Actually, I mean, it, it, presumably that's that's understandable on the internet. It's the, it's all the kind of you know what Saturn sign and yeah, and Mercury sign and oh, such well, like. I'll find out during the during the song break uh, what 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 star she is and see if there's any thing in particular we can work out glean from her star sign. So, um, anything else in the bag that she brought in? Uh, there was a book of Bob Dylan lyrics, okay, um, useful. In which I, from from our, our valuers mm-hmm. um, who who came in to look at anything that we thought might be valuable, uh, we learned an interesting Bob Dylan fact, which oh, is yeah. that apparently he changes his signature every so often. Oh, really? So forgers um, have to know exactly kind of which which era of Dylan. Because you I mean, must have had this when when people bought records into um, uh, say the record secretary or something that um, sometimes there'd be signatures on the front of them. Yeah, I mean, I never worked as a, a buyer in the record exchange. The mm. other thing was that this is at the uh, London's venerable music and video exchange. I worked in their bookshop, um, and it, it used to be that basically any time you did get anything valuable, uh, you had to um, to kind of buzz the people upstairs in the um, 
in the record and tape exchange who had power of requisition over all the other stores. If right. they wanted to kind of remove anything to their collectibles section, then they could. So that's what happened to the Dylan book. So that went that went away quite but quickly. We, we, yeah, we used to get signed things. And upstairs, they had a... Um, is, is this a family podcast? Can I talk you, about you the... You can, uh, you can, you can talk. Well, no, you can talk, you can talk at the level you need to. Right. They had, they had a, a, a large bronze cock. Right. Um, much, like, much like the one in Trafalgar Square, but, but not blue. Or a different kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, OK, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, something that I know... Uh, it, was, it was modelled on, on Genesis P. Origins. Ah, right, uh, Well, yes. Genesis P. Origins uh, would, would, would probably like it thought that it was modelled yeah. on his. Um, I haven't seen it, so but it was pretty big. Um, do, you think, do you know what, what the P actually stood for in Genesis P. Origins? Porridge. Well, the, the word is... Po- but it's yeah, it's Genesis Porridge Origins. It, por- OK, so Genesis Porridge Origins. OK, fair enough. That makes sense. There's, there's another, uh, there's another part, yeah. We're learning stuff today, <laughs> and no mistake. Um, I once I once went to a uh, second-hand record store, and there was a copy of The Unforgettable Fire um, that was being sold that was um, supposedly signed by the band, but um, uh, I think it was Edge and The Bono um, rather than ah. the other way around. So one of those ones where they, they hastily done it on a bit of biro. Um, I, I, had, I had a copy of uh, the very first um, Radiohead EP, all signed by the band with an indecipherable rude rude message to me at the bottom because I was being a bit of a tit in the queue and I asked him to do it. So um, I don't think it's worth anything. Who knows? Who knows? Um, nice gold pen they use, though. Always always important if you're going to be signing your uh, your albums, use a decent pen. So no, I think we're going to play some music now. Now, um, over the last few weeks, um, we've been restricted to a set of CDs with years on them, which appear to be... Um, ones with number ones of those titles and I thought that would be a bit of a bit of an old hat for you Tom yes um, so luckily I did find a, 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 um, a MP uh, sorry a, a USB stick which has five tracks on it um, now I've seen what they are <laughs> good luck um, oh no I mean you, you'll know at least four of them I think one way or another the one looks very interesting so pick a number between one and five uh, let's have number four okay this one is the interesting one <laughs> um Let's see what this sounds like. Any, any ideas yet? Uh, is it is it Limbiscuit? <laughs> I think they just meant to do it once. Sorry, Cypress Hill. Sorry, yeah. Uh, easy mistake to make. So, there's, there's, there's a third verse on this as well. So, that is indeed Slash playing the guitar there. I believe it's, it's, there's certainly a rap rock thing going I, I think it's from Slash's album, one of Slash's albums. This is this though. No, this, this is still Cypress Hill. It might be Cypress Hill. Who's singing the chorus? Everybody's doing the time. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. I want you to play. An interesting choice here. Aren't they doing a, a, a convincing job of it? Yeah, most of the time. I couldn't immediately recognise their voice, Pete. Okay, um, well, she. She belongs in the hip hop world as well. 
And it was a she. Gosh, well. It's it's Fergie. Ah. The Princess of Fox. Indeed. The Duchess. The Duchess. The Duchess, the Duchess yeah. of Fox. So what we're saying is this is Slash featuring Cypress Hill and Fergie. Yeah. Doing a cover of Paradise City. Yes. Great. Well, well done, Slash. Great. He keeps them occupied. Um, it's like he's using his own name on his old material. Yes. I, I wonder if there was maybe a, another band member who was trying to piss off. Well, one wonders. This. Yes. It, it, it's almost as if he's trying to say to Axel Rose. Well, I think we maybe leave that in the background. Uh, well, uh, he's uh, he's made a convincing argument. And if, uh, it's interesting that it's, 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 tempo-wise, it's a lot shorter. It's a lot slower. Um, as if to say, you can't quite keep the speed up anymore. So, yeah, well, it's more blunted. <laughs> indeed, for some reason, yeah. it makes sense. To, I mean, Cypress Hill haven't done any sort of major rapping in yet. And once they get going, maybe there'll be a, a, a the reason why this city is a is a paradise. I mean, apart from the grass. No, this, this bit's more recognisable. You see, Axel doesn't have that kind of range. No, it's not Axel right. wouldn't, have, wouldn't have, couldn't have done London Bridge. Do you think, do you think um, Cypress Hill would prefer the grass to be green? Or more, more, <laughs> more budded, perhaps? Come on. Let's leave that in the background. Um, yeah, OK. <laughs> Next question. Um, a time when you've been lost? Uh, the well... Um... I, I uh, was while at school. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had to do a year in uh, the combined cadet force. Ah, um, well done, you! Bit of a bit of army training, bit of national, uh, national service. If everyone did national service, you know, Tom, the world would be a better place. Yes, certainly, it, it, it made a man of me. <laughs> um, what this mostly involved was uh, marching um, around um, and rubbing sort of cloths on boots mm-hmm. and attempting to do things like make a campfire right. or, or cook a, a, a billy can mm-hmm. uh, all of which I was obviously unsurprising if you know me quite poor at um, but not as bad as I was at the orienteering right. Uh, exercise right um, uh, you wouldn't be the first person who's got lost on the show on doing some orienteering before so uh, yes uh, so there I was in, in uniform with a friend mm-hmm. um, and we were dropped we looked at the map we promptly went the wrong way right and when you say you were dropped was it from a helicopter or uh, uh, yes no from a from a jeep right um somewhere uh in in the wilds um and uh immediately went off in the wrong direction mm-hmm. so i failed even at the most basic form of map right. reading um, work. i, I never noticed that, that we'd not, gone not off the compasses fault or uh well with that we we kind of you know I think we sort of used it. We waved it around a bit. Did you look at the map and went, oh, there's a tree over there. That must be this tree. And then... Yes. But the, right the, 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 the astonishing thing is that we never worked out that we'd gone the wrong way. Ah, always uh, good, initially. yes. So we, we just kept going for kind of three hours. Right. Um, until we noticed the same Jeep. Oh. Uh, coming. <laughs> uh, by that point, we had kind of worked out that probably <laughs> we should have seen some things. by now, we, yeah. yeah we, we, we should be seeing some familiar landmarks. But you thought you were um, only slightly off... off no, yeah, we thought, yeah. you know, maybe maybe a left here or a right here. But right. we saw a, we saw a Jeep, uh, a familiar Jeep, right. at least, um, with uh, uh, our angry uh, Sergeant Major, <laughs> um, a.k.a. some maths teacher or other, um, who, who picked us up and saved us... Um, and that was, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't encouraged. You could then, uh, 
go on to do community service or right. you could continue um, the man's life in mm. the modern combined cadet force and I was not encouraged to, to pursue this course so I went <laughs> and did gardening for a lovely old man who'd been in the merchant navy oh nice good community service there yes and it wasn't because you committed any crime or anything like that did they even have that kind of community service back then or did everyone go to prison everyone went to prison yeah that's right they, they had to do that when the prisons got full yes and they realised that it's funny to watch boy George in a orange jumpsuit or something like that so that's, that's pretty good amount of lostness there i mean that's certainly and whereabouts in the world was that um i don't know (laughs) no no, it was hampshire hampshire okay so you weren't too worried about beasties attacking no there was well we 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 crossed a field Mm. um which said beware of the bull right luckily the bull was was absent at the time we crossed it and it was fairly obvious that he was absent from the field but still i suspect that the route wouldn't have gone this again ought to have been a little clue (laughs) Yeah, perhaps. The, even, the, you know, we wouldn't have been sent through the field mark, beware of the bull. But we thought, oh, they probably knew the bull wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, you know, uh, and it's, it's a test yeah, of, exactly. your, me- of it's, your metal. It's a, test, it's a test of our ingenuity, which we failed, um, <laughs> and good sense. Well, Ditto. Well, you know, at the same time, though, you know, you knew you were safe in the first place. Yes. So, you know, what you might do in, the re- in reality is find the road and start walking down the road rather than follow the map. So, because we weren't at war at the time. No. I don't think. Well, we at war. Gulf War? No, 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 it was before the Gulf War. Okay, so yeah, we probably weren't at war for that brief period of time. So, well, Cold War, we're still tiptoeing around. Okay, so now I want to, want to talk to you about some of the items you found downstairs. Yes. Um, you've got two things. You, you can either go for the book now or the bag. Um, well, the book's in front of me. Yep, um, let's go I've, with the book. I've, I've been skimming it. Um, yes. The book is uh, by a writer that I've never had the pleasure of reading, um, though I've certainly handled a lot of her material before. It's back, uh, back in the bookshop, Kim. Back in the bookshop. Uh, it's The Choir by Joanna Trollope. Right. Richly satisfying, <coughs> says the okay. Evening Standard. Uh, and The Daily Mail uh, says one of the most interesting writers to have emerged in the past few years. Really? It's a novel about a choir. Okay, well, that's good. It's, it's direct. Um, and there's a there's a a, a a cast of characters that promises rich intrigue and conflict. Go for it. Run, run me through this cast list. Um, there's there's an urbane and worldly dean, mm-hmm. uh, the headmaster of the choir school, a conscientious man, but somewhat out of his depth, with his elusive and poetical wife, Ooh. who was once seen walking barefoot in the dew across the cathedral close. So you can tell, oh, yeah, she's, she, a, she's, a, she's a, a free spirit, indeed. Um, but there's also Leo Beckford, the brilliant but wayward organist. A quick skim of this uh, finds Leo negging, negging, negging some lady. Uh, called Ianthe. So I suspect that Ianthe may be the the elusive and poetical wife of the headmaster. It, it, would, it sounds like the name of someone who would, who would trip um, through the Jew at night. There's there's also a, uh, a gentle left-wing bishop. On the um, This being the 80s. Yeah. There's socialist bishops are oh, plenty. But, but has it changed much since then? Do we have many right-wing bishops now? And uh, Well, no, probably not. Um Sally, Sally, uh, the mother of the leading chorister, mm-hmm. fighting loneliness and an erring and absent husband. Oh dear! Um, and in the book, sorry, sorry to spoilers. My thirty seconds perusal suggests yeah. that Sally ends up with Leo. Oh, okay, um, that sounds and, like a, a good pairing. And uh, presumably, he, he reforms his negging ways. Yes. Um, Where, whereabouts is it set? I mean, it looks like some sort of bucolic countryside, um, but is it a real world setting or? A- uh, fake Middle England setting. Uh, Aldminster Cathedral. Ah, uh, I know. Uh, it Ald- sounds, I, frankly, I think I probably passed Aldminster Cathedral on my orienteering. <laughs> Indeed, um, yeah. 
Yes, it's uh, so. Yeah, it's, uh, the Sunday Telegraph. Just in case you were in any doubt as to the uh, the literary tradition here, mm. the Sunday Telegraph helpfully reminds us uh, a modern Barchester Chronicle. Ah, yes. Well, indeed, I can see. <laughs> I can see where it might come from. Um, I, I'm going to pick a page at random for you, just to see if you can pick out a paragraph on page. Well, I, I can. I can read you the negging. Go on, then, read me the, read me um, the negging. Go on, then. It's, that's it's pretty brutal negging. Go for it. Go for uh, it. He looked at her. She said, "Do you think I'm at all pretty?" He went on looking. After a while, he said reflectively, You are good-looking, I suppose, but you look so contrived and aggressive. Why don't you let your hair just lie down, like hair likes to? I like looking like this. Then don't ask me if, you think, if I think you're pretty. She said humbly, I sort of need to know. It looks like the negging's working. It does, yeah. Really, really getting it's, her... It's, um... it's, 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 yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know... Not not good at all. He doesn't. He doesn't seem like a nice fellow. Leo, he doesn't. But, but maybe he's, he's reformed later, as you say. Maybe um, he's reformed by the love of Sally. Yes. Um, oh, and uh, I think a character makes a rock record as <laughs> oh, well. Good lord! A disc jockey on Radio Two. Mm. This is this is a, a random page, page two hundred and forty nine, approaching yep. the climax of the book. A disc jockey on Radio Two liked Henry's record of the Shepherd Boys song. <laughs> he, he played no Pete. Sorry, he played it. He played it every morning for four mornings. And then, because of the clamour of calls begging to hear it again, he played it twice on the fifth morning. Nicholas and Mike went down to the plant at Wimbledon and cajoled them into pressing 5,000 extra copies. And then, a week later, 10,000 more. Gosh, so this is a smash hit. So, uh, so Radio 2 breaking a choir boy. Well, that, that's quite possible. I mean, it, it's no, possible. no one quite like Grandma probably came from Radio 2 first. Mm. Um, into Graham. What, what year is this? This book written? 1988. 1988. So yeah, so, fresh uh, in the mind. No fresh one quite in like Yeah, I, I can certainly see. Uh, it would be morning. Would be um, Jimmy Young probably, or, we, or Ken Brewster. No, Ken Brewster wasn't there. Hen- then, yeah. Henry's Henry's album is called Singing Boy. Ooh, well, you know, there's there is a market. You know, there's unless voice... it's, unless it's Henry singing Boy by U two. <laughs> Unlikely. By the voice. Bono. Voice of an angel. It I, is. I, I dare say. Angel. I dare say. All right. Well, um, we'll leave Joanna behind. Um, she, whereabouts in this career? In her career, is this? I think. I think it's it's the it's the first of her uh, kind of Middle England. Right. Arga saga. Indeed, is, is the genre as, name as, as they were I'm searching for. Well, and, you know, well, well done to Joanna there. You know, she's oh, a, she's, uh, she's made I, enough I, money. I, I'm sure. I guess she's still going. I guess so. Now I don't, I don't work in a bookshop. Um, who knows? Yeah, any but I, all I need do to find out is book into any guest house. Right. And uh, and there I shall find. The, yes, the, the the joys of Joanna's work. Um, another trap between one and five. Let's have one. Trap one. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, it's quite short, this one. Let's see what it is. I know the kind of genres. <laughs> yes, I've tweaked that one. Does it have a? You, I guess you must know. Can you see the? T- oh, I see the title of it. I don't know the band. The title is Breakfast in NYC. I mean, it sounds like Len or uh, yeah. It's it's late nineties ish sort of. Yeah. Out, but it's out. I, I, I wouldn't even stretch to the rock bit of that. Indeed, yeah. We've got a. a Fuzzy synth noise. It's, yeah, it's kind of fuzzy. It's uh, sort of 
fast. There's, there's, there's a rhythm. This is this is this is why I've retired from music. But <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hard to do, talk about a song before you've heard it. Really. Yeah, it's it, you, you you get a feeling that these people have been signed perhaps in the wake of Ram Van Three Thousand. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we could look up. I suppose yes, I could look up on the on the internet. See what it says. The studio supercomputer, <laughs> or as it's known, my phone. It's it's okay. I think if you know, if this was your favourite track, I I congratulate you on the start of your music journey. Uh, there is only one track on Spotify called Breakfast at NYC, and it's by a band called Oppenheimer. Well. I, I guess this must be often. Yes. Um, don't quite make it make the name of the band. It doesn't quite. No. I am become twee. <laughs> it, it feels like it could be a little bit faster, a little bit more zingy. But it's, it's only breakfast. Yeah. It's, oh, true, they need good. their OJ and their coffee. Yeah. And their, and their eggs. And they can't go we, to Tiffany's. Um, uh, at my at my actual day job mm-hmm. um, at a market research company, we tested an advert called Breakfast in NYC okay. uh, by Tropicana, and it did very well. Right. Um, and it did even better uh, when they removed all mention of Tropicana from it, <laughs> and it was just a nice thing about kind of, look, eggs, and it looked like an advert for eggs, and then at the end it's kind of like orange juice. Oh, yeah, no, orange yeah. juice, yeah. yeah. So that works much better than going, mm, Tropicana, so fresh. <laughs> Um, was it? Is that for an example? Tropicana do particular, like they do Florida brands, orange juice, and so on. Was it sort of for a New York breakfast juice? Um, possibly. Yeah, some kind of brunch mimosa. The advert did very well. Good. Oh, well, um, well done them, and well done your it, testing it, yeah. to check that it would do in advance. Um, your your second item. Uh, well, you've, al- you've already referred to it briefly. It's a bag. It is a bag. It's, it's a um, bag, uh, which will contain, I, I anticipate, 999 Pokeballs. One, one would hope so. Well, um, no, it, it can... It can do anyway. I'm going to open the bag yeah. live in the studio. The, the um, brand the brand of the bag the is... The brand of the bag is Puma. Did you ever have a sports bag similar to that? Uh, no. Um, I, I don't think I ever had really a... I think I probably had a kind of sort of duffel baggy type of thing but yeah. i don't think it was branded or anything yeah. the only I, branded bag i had a branded shoulder bag all oh, right uh of, of rough trade ah records. yes um, yeah. i think mine was a sister a one at the similar time is yeah. Video. um yeah and i had I, I think i actually did have a puma bag when i was a kid but a bit bigger than that because when when we were teenagers we had to carry a lot of books so in the front pocket in the front pocket there is a bottle of very grubby bottle of water mm. uh, no water in no it. no water in it good um a key. On a key ring? On, uh, with a blood donor thing. Key okay. on a key ring. An, an Ardmore language school key ring. Oh, uh, right. Um, I'm not aware of them. I know they... The wrapper of the bottle of water, it was a, it was a bottle of coconut water, and oh. it's taken the wrapper off. Oh, interesting. Or do you think the wrapper may have popped off by itself in the bag due mm, to I don't the, know. Maybe. the glue ageing? <laughs> yes, well, that's, that's also possible. It was Zico coconut water. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not aware of the uh, Zico brand. Uh, a headphones, oh. some quite kind of cheapo headphones. They look like they came free with something. Um, a pen. Branded? Uniball. No, just the Uniball. Vision Elite. We're not, we're not getting anything terribly. Uh, we can't, we can't tell out who they are from this, though. Um, an Oyster card. Yeah. Is it a student oyster or anything? Just a normal just oyster Just a normal card. oyster. And a train ticket, I notice. Some train tickets. Where to and from? 
uh, issuing issued at Paddington. Mm-hmm. Um, on the there's one from February. Uh, vouchers from February and May, so I guess it's a kind of monthly thing issued at Paddington. Uh, and they're just just travel cards, ten twenty quid. Yeah. Oh, so they're, 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 they're top up. They're top up. Um, yeah, top receipts. of oyster receipts. So there we are. Okay, so the, right, the, main the main pocket. The main thing. What, what I would worry about in this case is there might be some sort of sweaty gym kit in there. But yeah, or or food. We've got a post-it notes. Okay. Uh, with a a doodle on the top of the post-it notes. Nice. A very detailed, elaborate doodle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some some sort of geometric shapes, uh, some of which have been filled in. It's it's got a kind of uh, constructionist, right? Yes, it has yeah. artifact um, on here. I, not not dissimilar from the kind of doodles I do. I tend to like geometric. Yeah. Thing. So I feel a kinship with this guy. The and sports it's purple as well. Was, was moving away. Purple, mm-hmm. noble color, regal. <laughs> yes. Um, that's the only thing in the inside pocket. Within the bag, there's another okay. bag, oh. which is Waitrose. Waitrose bag. Which contains the remains of food stuff. So Ooh. we're going to tread, we're gonna tread carefully Very carefully here. here. Luckily, he finished his chicken and chorizo. Okay. And, and uh, chili relish sandwich. And we can see that, yes, he also bought the coconut water from Waitrose. Ah, so it's all from, all, it's all adding up now. It is adding up. That was, that was where the bag was lost. And now we have uh, two Ardmore Language School wristbands. Oh, so Ardmore Language School seems to be... An A5 project book. Ooh. People never put their name in these books. Um, Certainly one thing I've noticed about doing a lot of Lost Properties is people are very reticent on putting their names in anything. The, the project book begins, Science and religion are relatively new concepts. So... <laughs> Well, are you? We're in the history of the world, we're yes. starting with the big question. Yeah. So, yes, it's true. Algae handwriting. Um, handwriting's quite good. It's, it is good handwriting. Yeah, much better than mine. Mm. Very neat. Well, we're at the point now where we don't need good handwriting, Tom. We're, we're professionals. No, it's true. So, um, should intelligent be designed be taught to science? Notes for an essay here. Yes. So we've got a kind of history of science course going on. Okay. Lemon test. ID failed. Intelligent design fails the lemon test. Uh, what's the lemon, the lemon test? Lemon test. test. Unfortunately, his handwriting is formally so good. Has suddenly uh, got really ropey. Has suddenly got really ropey as he as he attempts to scribble down the lemon test. Yeah. Um. I mean, the lemon heads test would, yes. be, would be a clear one. If something if it's something that Evan Dando can understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Evan. We're always ragging on you. Something about Galileo. Galileo. The Scopes trial. Secularization. It's all. It's all. It's all there. Science, yeah. religion, so, 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 yeah, science, religion stuff. Okay. Pretty. Not what I'd expect from Oldmore Language School. No, mysterious. More religion and science. This is and this, these are some uh, some some stuff that he's printed out off the internet. So um, it's possible it's one of our students who was is a religion student, um, but previously had done some Oldmore Oldmore Language School. But there's there's absolutely nothing to say who it is in there. Oh uh, well, there is because I've just opened up. <laughs> um, here we are. Uh, it is Mr... Am I, am I allowed to say... Go on, say it, yeah. Why, there why we not? are. Sean, Sean Gallagher. Sean Patrick Gallagher. Sean Patrick Gallagher. Hello, Sean Gallagher. You, and you radio we, star. How do, we, how do we know it's Sean uh, Gallagher's? BA Politics, Philosophy and History, Examination Admission Notice. Um, Hold on, we don't need politics, philosophy and history here. Well, he's found uh, it. Is he's there found any, his d- way. Anything? Birkbeck. Ah, that, a, that oh, would explain it. Ah, that would there explain we why go. we probably couldn't find him on our lists. 
and he was doing on uh, May the 24th, which matches up with the ticket. Ah, uh, yes. So as to when he lost it. Science and religion, from Galileo to global warming. Which would also make an awful little sense of the note. So this is basically all his stuff for perhaps his last exam. And so at the end perhaps of the exam, last exam. And, he, and he either drank too much or went, I don't need any of this nonsense anymore, and flung the puma bag To hell with you, the, if hell exists. Yes, I will leave you in summer somewhere. For that is much like throwing you... His... His coconut water, I hope, fuels his brain. Yes. Well, let's hope he did well. Yes, um, good luck to you. Well, not that you need it anymore. Sean Patrick Gallagher, Sean Patrick I'm sure Gallagher. you did well. And um, we'll thank, thank you for leaving us your bag. And it's a tat. <laughs> OK, so now I'm going to ask you the, the big question. Go back to you again. Um, so this, this is the point where I ask you, what has been lost um, from the world that if it was rediscovered would make the world a better place? And that's the usual. That's the usual sound I get after asking that question. Let's play another track, Peter. Oh, no, we, no, we can't. We oh. can't. No, this, this, oh, okay. This, this, are we? Are we? Are we at yeah, the end? We're at the end. end. Well, we play a track at the end ah, right. to work out. So this is where. You, but often I, I help at this point. You know, I, I suggest I prod. Maybe a prod. Know, a prod. Well, people have. You know, we've had people talk about. You know. Uh, small little things like um, you know, certain kinds of manners being lost. Um, the uh, the carefreeness of youth has been mentioned. Atlantis was mentioned by someone, um, and I'm not quite sure if that really counts because we weren't sure if it existed in the first place. I, I think probably as a as a music, I don't think it would have improved the world very no, much. But um, it was, it's, for, it's personal. personal as, a, yeah. as a music critic, I've always been been fascinated by lost albums. Yeah, um, kind of things that were uh, that, that were that were begun, sort of maybe recorded, worked on a little bit. So. Um, so I, I think that, uh, given the arc of their work, I think that had the KLF mm. uh, recorded The Black Room, ah, yes. uh, the follow-up to The White Room, the world might indeed be a better have, place. Be, well, a different place. I mean, what, yeah, what, what other great albums are they like? I mean, it's, you're smiling all that kind of stuff, though, of course, now. They, well, they've released, they released so many different versions of versions Smile. Of smile. It's, I mean, like, it's like, you know, no, no, now, isn't it? no Beach Boys fan can surely think, God, oh, what I really need is more Smile. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, yeah, you, there is this, this sort of parallel universe view as well where you sit and go, if the Beatles had stayed together, would they have got even more, would, would they have gone down the rabbit hole that was Let It Be or would it, you know? Yeah, they would, would, would they have, I mean, they'd have made... You know, hopefully, someone would have exerted editorial control, and the best one could have hoped for is is a sort of like all the good bits of um, all things must pass, which has plenty yeah. of good bits. Uh, the first couple of Lennon albums, which has a, some good bits, and Ram, yes, um, well, indeed, yeah, um, which also. So that would have been, you know, you I mean, can you can imagine, a, and and whatever Ringo did. I mean, do you um, think if if you know if Lennon had stayed alive, um, if they would have reformed properly, um, like for Live Aid or something like that? Um, it, it feels it feels kind of inevitable. Yeah, because everyone that, yes. does. I mean, everyone does these. Days. There's very few bands. That only don't. only if you have only if you have someone who's as 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 huge a twat as Morrissey in your band. Yeah. can you can you stay unreformed? Yeah, Seems you, to be you, the rule. you need to have a massive massive internal beef. I mean, there you've got 
you've got Morrissey and you've also got the fact that the other two sued them. Yes. So that, yes. that kind of Oh, yeah, but them. like the Beatles all sued each other. Yeah. You know, the, oh, I think that's what you did as well. I, I went yeah. and saw the reformed Sugar Babes. Oh, yes. Um, as did where, I. Yes. Where, of course, yes, as did you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand course, there might be people out there who haven't, so yes. Yes, the Sugar Babes, they're back. Yes. Mutchakisha Shvorn. Mutchakisha Shvorn, they're very good. Uh, but the, the, the point of the original Sugar Babes is that um, the reason that Siobhan left the band in the first place mm. is that uh, Keisha bullied her. Yeah. Um, and Mutcher wasn't that nice either. Um, so, obviously, you know, as as time uh, goes on, mm. you know, wounds heal and, and, and even the biggest kind of beefs can yeah, be resolved. can be resolved. And, the, you know, the sugar babes were like 15 at the time. So, exactly. And yeah. these are things that you do. Yeah. You can quite easily chalk you, up to you, the pressure of being on exactly. the road. and you. Uh, a lot of people behave like an arse when they're 15. But obviously with, with some bands, if um, the people in them continue to behave like an arse mm. throughout the rest of their adult life, yes, uh, it, it does make the possibility well, it's kind of, of kind of the, the, the I mean, let's be fair, even Pink Floyd reunited with Roger, Roger, uh, Roger Walters at one point, and that's... Up there at that that's, tip-toe, that, tip-toe that, point that, of yes, that would that would be. I was uh, quite shocked. Difficult. Well, yeah. like, I, I mean, as I understand, I'm no great expert on the work of Neil Young, but as I understand it, Neil Young keep, kept and and indeed may still keep getting back together with Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, realizing how much he hates them <laughs> and to kind of go oh, to yeah. hell with this. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, I think it is. He's going. I'll do it again. Maybe it was me. No, it wasn't me. It was them. <laughs> then, then three years later, yeah. I, so, is there anyone out there? Do you think who will never get back together? Who's, who's knocking around? I I would be I would be really surprised if the Smiths. Yeah, I suppose that. Got that, that, that. On the other hand, it, when it, if, if it happened, then it would immediately seem obvious with hindsight that they were yeah. always going to get back together. So yeah. you can't. No, you can't say you know, that. Can predictive. You? Um, and it's and then it's just bands where people are dead. Of course, if they do manage to find a way of resurrecting people, then suddenly there's there's all these lineups that will never leave, and there'll be no room for any new bands no. ever again, as there already really no. isn't. Anywhere. And well, holograms. That's that's where you want to be watching out. I think we were sold. We were sold a bit of a pup when we were young because I think with the with the Beatles being the biggest band in the world, and actually when we were sort of ten, eleven, when ABBA split up as well, there was they, a, actually yeah, ABBA. ABBA's ABBA. A good one who probably won't. ABBA but, probably won't ever get back together. But I think we got that sense when, and then you know Lennon being killed, that actually it was well, it's something the bands did was split up. When actually time has told has told us and taught us that bands don't split up; they just reform no, constantly they, yeah, they just continually you I mean, know there's a nearly every band from our youth or every band from our sort of teenage years the no mark all ran also ran indie bands of, of that period i mean the klf haven't but have done sort of semi-projects K-Fan well they and, they they reformed they kind of did they they reformed to um to to release the the marvelous song F the Millennium. Ah yes, that's right. They did, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Which deliberately was was awful. We've got they to, claimed afterwards. We've got to assume it was deliberate. <laughs> Otherwise, um... and it was like we wanted to show how how futile a reunion would be. So job well done there. Bob. Yes. Um, um, yeah. So um, yeah. So I think we were sold that. But actually, what what the reality is is that. The blue tones will never split up, and you know. Yes, yeah. A band dodgy, actually splitting up is more rare. Dodgy than, will uh, always be touring. It's. I mean, this is something. This tones. is something I think that um, One Direction fans mm. should. When the when the band inevitably splits, yeah. um, we're going to see some some wailing and gnashing. Some wailing and gnashing, um, much as we did with Take That. And yeah. I think that you should remember the lesson of Take That. Yes. Um, which is that you know. The, the wheel the wheel of time will turn yes um, indeed even and, if uh, Robert Jordan is dead the wheel of time will, yeah, exactly. will Robert, keep turning and your bands will get back together they will get back together because they'll never do anything that will make them that much money again 
and thus so that, that's probably why Split, we won't... splitting up is basically like putting a huge amount of money into a very very high interest rate yeah account and cashing it in i mean you know there, there are occasions i mean say wham we're not going to see a wham reunion well but we might but it well, won't they've be. They've already done a Wham reunion. Have they, have they? they done one? Yeah, they've they've done they've done. I mean, I'm sure Andrew things. Andrew comes on stage with him occasionally and goes well, hello. That that is no different to Wham's working practices. From <laughs> indeed, I think that's one where you sit there and go, well, that it, it's the band is mainly George Michael yeah. anyway. Though obviously there, there was a there was a certain thing that Andrew originally brought to the band and Pepsi and Shirley. Um, so um, yeah, well, uh, that's I think I quite like that. I quite like that idea of the these lost albums. That if we found them, uh, would reevaluate the world a bit, or yes. at least I, I, in the case of the KLF, I think it would. It would. We'd, we'd hear a, a man in his early forties shouting over some heavy metal. Yes, well, I think <laughs> we we got a hint of it with the extreme noise terror. Yes. Um, what time is love? Uh, which is, I think, the fifth version of What Time Is Love by then, or if if not the if not the five hundredth. Oh, well, thank thank you for coming in. Um, and now you've got three tracks left, all of which I can tell you now. Are theme tunes to TV programmes? So oh, well, actually, almost, almost certainly, I won't recognise them. But let's have oh. number. Let's have number. So it's two, five. three, or five, five. Oh, you will recognise this one. Um, so thank you very much for coming in, and um, I will leave you with the original theme tune to the Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man! 